Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our post-WrestleMania podcast. We will review both nights of WrestleMania. Uh, overviews, maybe get into the details with the important matches. And we will also cover the abomination that was the Raw after WrestleMania. Let's start with the most current and then go backwards. Uh, is it just me? And I think this happened last year, maybe the year before, too, to me. Maybe not. I'm trying to remember, but I know last year. Is the Raw after WrestleMania no longer a big thing? I don't know. I, I, I'm I trying to remember last year. I know I would not be surprised if they tried to kill it because they don't like crowds hijacking. And I think that the crowds at those shows were so deeply concentrated of the kind of fans that very specific kind of fans that they didn't want to have a situation where you're, you know, these people like that's where Daniel Bryan got launched. Yeah. Was that. And I think that they wanted to, you know, Fandango, they just wanted, you know, you don't want to have something that you can't control. So I could see them trying to kill that. Um, But the, I don't remember if it was last year's, but I, I know that it was not as much of a letdown as this one. I feel like just, it might be the last couple of years. I don't know if it's a night two thing, but it just hasn't been it. And uh, it used to be a time where I'm constantly flipping back and forth between the national championship game and WrestleMania. And I did not, and, and the night after WrestleMania, but I didn't feel that urge. You know, I didn't really watch the national championship game, which normally I do, but I knew UConn was going to win. But I didn't, I didn't feel that. I just watched waiting for something on the, uh, the night after WrestleMania Raw, and it just didn't exist. Uh, but something did happen. Uh, we thought we were going to get a Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes, interesting team, matchup against the Bloodline with Roman Reigns and Sokoa, Solo Sokoa, but we didn't. We got a swerve, which is almost a repeat of John Cena after he lost to The Rock. We got Cody Rhodes getting the dog shit beat out of him by Brock Lesnar. And that was – the beating was even, like, I I watch uh, – I've said this a bunch of times, but I watch Raw on a delay because I'm on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So it shows, uh, uh, like, Raw, I know it's going to be – I know what's the results are going to be. I DVR it. I go to the gym. I come back, and about 9.30 or 10, I start watching, and I fast forward. Uh, I will watch anywhere between, you know – Two, I mean, it's a two, like, basically, I mean, there's, like, two hours of content. I'll usually watch, at most, of two and a half hours, I'll watch two. But the this one, I I watched that. Uh, I watched the Cody segments. I watched the KO Sammy segments. Fast-forwarded through the rest. The I thought that the beating, like, did it really need to go on? Like, I thought it was a little excessive. On and honestly. on and on and on and on. Yeah, it was pretty. It's a lot. Yeah. Like almost like and, a right storyline write out beating almost. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you know, my kind of my dark thought was like, oh, I guess Roman's not working Puerto Rico. Um, like we needed a, a Cody match. Yeah, I don't uh, think definitely is not. I mean I thought about it too. I didn't think he was gonna wrestle the night the, the the week after WrestleMania or the month after WrestleMania. One thing that kind of bothered me is like I wish that KO and Sammy who have been doing sort of a, a storyline, like have been shown on screen and kind of friendly with Cody had come out. Like, that's yeah, I was thinking, I was like, teams. maybe they would come out, yeah. 
just old school, you would kind of do that. It, you didn't have to, especially like with Crockett and NWA, you didn't have to be feuding with someone to come out to help your friend. Yeah. Like you see the Rock and Roll Express is like come out all the time with somebody that the horseman were beating or with Dusty or whatever. And you just run them off, but they don't, they don't believe in that anymore for some reason. Uh, it's so, yeah. This weird idea of like what makes somebody heroic. Like, if you can't fend off a beating by yourself, you know, whatever. Yeah. But what do you think about that? What they did um, post-WrestleMania with Cody? I will say, I more expected it to be, like, a tearful, I tried kind of thing. Then maybe Roman comes and taunts him or something and says, I told you. But instead, we got the reverse. And then, for some reason, I kind of knew this was going to happen, though. They positioned... Cody away from Roman and away from the rematch. And now he's further away because Triple H can say the story's not over, but this particular story is over. Maybe they can pick up and have a sequel, but this story that they had of Cody Rose chasing the dream at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns, that part is over. You can do Mm -hmm. sequel, but that story is over. Yeah, that chapter, uh, you know, that was, I think, what Triple H was the you know, the story never ends and the, the chapter, you know, that chapter's closed. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, that is, we, we have, they closed the book on that. You could have done, I mean, theoretically, if, if Cody had won at, uh, at Raw, that would have been, I mean, we'll get into that more, but like that, you know, it's certainly a thing that could have happened. Uh, it was not. And my concern is, is that they're going to try to keep them apart for a whole year. Me too. I'm really worried about that. And, and, you know, which it's not going to work. It's the same thing. Like they were teasing the Bianca Rhea Ripley. Um, uh, And like, don't tease something a year out. Like it, cause you never know who's going to get hot. Like it was one thing in the eighties and the early nineties where you had a show a week. And somebody catching fire like Sammy did or Punk did in 2011, though, even I won't argue that he should have main evented 28. Um, it's 29 that I argue about. But, like, you never know who's going to get hot when, and you don't want to lock yourself into a story that you, you, you really don't want to be locked into. Well, I think part of the problem, too, is I don't really – I'm not that interested in seeing a rematch. What about that match makes me – I mean, I guess Cody almost coming, but he got screwed like the rest of the bloodline. Everybody had Roman beat. So what's the maybe not maybe not Cesaro, but what makes me think it's gonna be any different next time? The, and and that was it. it it's I, I I think I messaged you the night of and said they got too cute for their own good. Yes, which. The story that you tell, like the, I thought that it, it, there was, there's a lot of long-term planning, but I think that they can silo stuff off. So, in a vacuum, if Finn Balor and Edge had not just wrestled in a Hell in a Cell match, like you could, you could do a rematch in Hell in a Cell, where that's the story. Like Roman has shown that he's not capable or not willing to wrestle. You know, I, I think I looked, and he's not won a title defense clean. Maybe since Brock last year, Mania was what I saw. Which which um, Brock Lesnar match was that last year? Because SummerSlam yeah. they threw a no. tank on him. <laughs> yeah, I mean that, 
that was the um yeah it was did he be seen a clean uh, i think he he's had i know that i i saw uh he's had 28 title defenses and he's won seven of them clean yeah so but and it, and it should be that way but they want to acknowledge that he they barely acknowledged yesterday, but they want to acknowledge that he cheats. And they just act like he's doing this, that he's just this dominant champion, like he's Hulk Hogan or Bruno San Martino and just beating everybody clean. Which, again, we're not saying that, like, marks. We're saying within the story, within kayfabe, you should acknowledge that he's cheating to win and maybe he's not superior. Maybe there are cracks and maybe you take that to a storyline where he had to fight by himself. Even in the old days, you put Jim Cornette in a cage, you put Baby Doll, you put Paul Heyman or Paulie Dangerously in a cage, you know, at ringside. So you can't have that interference. In his case, you got what, three other people, four other people that help him. So I'm kind of just tiring out of it, honestly. And I never, before this, I wasn't tired of the bloodline. I was really hyped for the match. I guess I was more invested in Cody winning only because it seemed like the natural progression of the story. Like I started to feel those twinges with Drew McIntyre. I felt like he should have won. Um, I, I definitely felt those twinges with Sammy. I mean, at what point are you not going to be able to maximize the moment? And Jim Cornette said this too, and I said this before I heard him. It's about timing. It, it's, it's when you do something in the movie too. It's not just that it's done. It's just it's when you do it. Have you risen the stakes to this point? If you if you never got to the climax of the movie, then it's not fulfilling. So one thing that I uh, to play devil's advocate, I was, Cody was never as much of a, a New Japan Puro Ring of Honor mark as I am. Was never hugely into Cody. Um, I liked him, but he was definitely not on the level of Brian Danielson or Samoa Joe or, you know, and, and after WrestleMania, that was the feeling that I had was that like, okay, this is now he's one of my guys. Like to the point where I was like, I wonder if I could like, are there any shirts that I wouldn't be embarrassed to wear of his? Does he have any cool t-shirts? And um, that, you know, I, who knows if that's, you know, would have been the same, but I agree with you. I think that it was time. I think that, that was an amazing i loved the match that they had they sucked me in by the end of it uh I, yeah, it was a good I match um by the way i looked the last clean title defense that roman had was goldberg at uh elimination chamber in 2022 <laughs> when was that when did that occur 2022 elimination chamber i mean it gets into a little bit of the sort of the elastic you know does does it count as a clean title defense if somebody tries to interfere and gets stopped and distracted but uh yeah and so it i I enjoyed the match and they had you on the edge of your seat and and also part of the catharsis of it was that sammy and ko interfered and got and it came around and they would come up and was the other people that Roman had been bullying and screwing. So it naturally all fit. I didn't want that. We talked about it before. I didn't want Cody to win unless Sammy and Kevin were involved. Okay, you involved. So it's like, I don't know. It's very deflating. And it wasn't a, it wasn't a, oh, we screwed you. We got heat kind of 
finish. It was, oh, like just disappointment. And not like, not Ms. Girl disappointment, not, uh, I guess when the girl got upset because uh, Liv Morgan lost, but this was just like, that's what they did? Like the finale of a TV show. And the other is that the, and I'm going to use the TV parallel. Did you watch The Killing? I didn't watch it all the way through. So the first season, like the expectation was that they would solve that murder at the end of the first season, The Killing. Oh, they didn't. And, right, they didn't. And the finale, <laughs> and the feeling was just like, well, you're not going to solve it before the next finale. And that's sort of how I feel about the Roman match is that like he lost, he, he won. And he's definitely not going to lose the title before uh, SummerSlam. Like, he's not going to lose it. I mean, he's obviously not going to wrestle Backlash. He's not going to, you know, it's just not going to happen. And, and if it does, it's not going to be as big of a deal. And that's sort of the bummer it is, like you said, it's not just where it happened. You know, I, I was fine with Drew losing, actually. And I thought that it, in part because they debuted solo, I thought that it was interesting, you know, a little bit, little story. Uh, I was fine with that. Uh, I was even fine with Sammy losing because the justification for it was, well, you have Cody winning at Mania. That and it just the it, it feels like you took these guys who were super duper hot, and they did this with Roman too, like at thirty one and thirty four, where it's like at a certain point you got to pull the trigger on the guy. And, but with Roman though, I felt like. He hadn't really earned it. Like, it, he just wasn't there. And I, I thought those were okay. And I was definitely on the hate Roman bandwagon back then. So. I was know. too. But I thought that you, you give the guy a chance to succeed yeah, or fail. Yeah, in some ways it was screwy. I always felt like, I was like, it's kind of screwy that you keep putting him. Why put him up there if you're always going to have him lose? Yeah. So, even if you're okay, you knew he wasn't ready. So, why did you, you do that? But, and I mean, years later. I mean, I guess if Cody years later turns heel and has a great run, but those that stuff they did with Roman before doesn't have anything to do with this. You know, you could say, oh, they did that and he came back around. Like, it was seven years later, five years later. Like, not because of this. New stories. Uh, but let's go to WrestleMania night. We could talk about this forever and we'd never get done. Uh, let's go to the nights and let's uh, let's go, you know, talk. Let's touch on every or well, most matches anyway. Uh, Austin Theory and John Cena. I thought it was an interesting way to start. Thought it was serviceable. I thought Cena kind of, I'm not going to say he was going through the motions, but sort of. I actually thought that it was the first match where John Cena looks like he was a step slower. Yeah. Uh, every, you know, to, to there's just a, something off. I, you know, I appreciate that he lost cleanly. You know, you got the visual pin and whatever, but that that's the kind of cheating I don't mind. Where it's yeah, really, it's just you know, him, and it was it was it was bending the rules, not flat out like breaking them, like Roman I, does or whoever. I I'm generally fine with a heel being smarter. You know, like yeah, like theory probably could have beat. You know, like if you hit AJ Styles did this when he was a heel, like hit somebody with a chair, and like yeah, you like. Yeah, AJ Styles is a great wrestler. Ric Flair used to do this all the time. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You hit somebody with a chair. Like, why? Like, yeah, great. I could beat them without it, but, like, why work, work smarter, not harder? Yeah. And I liked Theory doing that, I thought. But that was the feeling, is that I thought that 
it was a match. Like I, I didn't, it, it was, I, I thought that it was a nice way to start out the show. I thought I was glad that theory won, but there was nothing spectacular on a night that was spoiler alert spectacular. Yeah, it, it definitely was. Yeah. And it, and it was, it did what it needed to do. It was serviceable. wasn't great, but it, it was serviceable. And again, which not only did maybe Cena lost a step, but he, he just doesn't wrestle. This is only the second time this year. Said this year. Now that he wrestled at the end of last year, so technically it's the first time this year he wrestled. I saw in what four months he's wrestled twice, and in the last eighteen months he might have wrestled twice. Three he times. also he he I, I hate to do this cosmetically, you know, body shaming, really, but shave your head or get hair plugs or buy a piece. He's like aging. One of those. It, it's it's getting rough. He needs to find LeBron's LeBron's uh, barber. Uh, this match had. Uh, I didn't watch. Actually, I did watch it before I got fatigued because it was early. The men's WrestleMania showcase had Braun and Ricochet, the Viking Raiders, and Alpha Academy. That was... Much better match than I thought. Oh, and the thing that they did that I thought was brilliant was that they just, like, they they took what was, you know, I think the match was like 10 minutes maybe, and they were like, okay, this is going to be the coolest parts of a 30 minute match at 10 minutes. Like yeah. It's going to be all did. the high yeah. spots. We're going to let everyone have a cool moment. And we're just going to like, it, it was it, it, just like pure candy. It was like the oops, all berries of wrestling matches. D- briefly. Uh, do you think the street profits had just kind of gotten lost in the shuffle? You know, they won that match. I was really disappointed. Like, this is kind of a problem that the WWE has at the moment, which was they don't have a whole lot of, like, the roster is not as deep as it was five years Mm -hmm. ago. And I think that that shows, especially in the tag team division, because who does, like, yes, they lost. Like, I I thought that them losing to, like, obviously they weren't going to beat KO and Sammy, but, like, Gonna send Dolph Ziggler and a partner of his out there. Like you had to do the street profits. Like that was the disappointing part. Yeah, yeah. It's like why is that happening so soon? And I, I, like I remember when the WWE was really hot. Uh, you had well, I don't know hot, but it was hot. Um, you had a lot of tag teams. You had the Hart Foundation. You had the British Bulldogs. You had the Rockers. You had the Warlord and the Barbarian. Uh, the, you had uh, the Oriental Quebecers. Express. What you say? Rougeau's. The Rougeau's. Yeah, the Rougeau's. So you had all these teams, and the Rockers didn't hold, I think they won the tag team titles. I know they had the. They never held them. They they, they won never won, right? Two out of three matches, but it, it was because the top rope broke. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they never officially won. But to me, as a kid, the Rockers still felt like a big deal. They never mm-hmm. won. They didn't beat, like, the best teams, but they still felt like a big deal. But they don't have the ability to, and I'm not even making the Montez comparison, even though that could be true, Montez and Shawn Michaels. You don't have the ability to keep that team at a certain place. And you talk about a lot of times tiers. Like, if you got a solid mm-hmm. tag team like that, it should be a tier thing. And maybe they don't get a title shot, but every six months. They used to do this with the New Day. Now they just let the New Day become nothing. But the New Day was always circling around it before they really start pushing the Usos. But they don't do that anymore, and that team is too good to just get mixed in with the Viking Raiders, and which they've been feud, they've feuded with a long time. 
the and it, it, it's really disappointing because it, it it's tag team wrestling seems very secondary. I mean, it's always been for Vince, but uh, that it feels like you have a couple of teams that are you know tag team specialists, but for the most part, it's either guys who they're going to break up eventually before one of them becomes a single star or teams that they're like, we have no clue what to do with these guys. So we're just going to try to have a new age outlaw situation again, where like we get lucky that we throw these two guys together. In yeah. Room. And yeah, yeah, you just, yeah, they definitely look, uh, Rollins and Logan Paul. I'm of two minds. I know that with Logan, you don't have to, but with Logan Paul, you have the ability, I think, just Logan Paul doing something athletic would make it go viral. He's done crazy things to make the 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 uh, cross shot with Ricochet, uh, his frog splash, the, the pay-per-view, I think it was Roman, he went through the table. So he, or whoever it was, he can go viral if he comes off the top rope and does something. But <laughs> the shameless dr- plug with this inner energy drink and whatever the hell that guy, my son chided me for not knowing the KSI's name. KSI? Yes, because he's like, Dad, he's one of the, like, the granddaddies of, of YouTube influencers. Like, that means nothing to me, son. But I did know vaguely that Logan had fought KSI or almost said Rand Paul. Might as well be Rand Paul. But <laughs> <laughs> his brother, Rand Paul. The third Paul brother. Uh, yeah, yeah, the third one, the oldest one. He's kind of, <laughs> he's been teaching them. But uh, what's, what's the brother's name? Uh, Jay, uh, yeah, Jake Paul, right? Jake, Jake Paul, yeah, Logan Paul, Jake Paul. So, yeah, um, that spot just I thought it was goofy in execution because Logan waited until he saw that KSI was clearly there before he did it. And I think that's I, why you don't involve non wrestling, non wrestlers, yes. Um, and even when, uh, even when Jake's been involved, it's been goofy for the most part, but Logan is perfect, but. Well, that was the other thing is like, do you remember, like, even the Johnny Knoxville match last year was service. Like, I, I'm kids these days get everything better than we used to. Yeah, like, yeah, because our celebrities are horrible. These celebrities are legit. I think they're better at laying stuff out than they used to be. And, and I mean, I just remember if it's not, it's not even that they're more athletic because I remember, you know, Dennis Rodman and like losing, people losing their minds. Lawrence Rodman, Taylor. Yeah, because like, yeah, like that was seen as the the peak of a of of a celebrity match where like, ooh, Rodman threw deep arm drags and Malone did a body slam and yeah, and, yeah, and, and Bad Bunny's breaking out a Canadian destroyer. Yeah, it's different now. It's much different. Uh, they just like kind of the era. They pushed themselves harder with the moves than they did back then, and and in a way, it was. It was the more they say more realistic version of wrestling, but it's, it was less high flying, I guess. And I guess some of the people they got, like Rodman and and, and Carmelo, Jay Leno, Taylor, were, yeah, yeah, weren't gonna be high flyers. But I enjoyed the match. Uh, the right decision was made. Again, I was upset because Logan kind of spoiled it that his contract's up. I'm sure he'll be back. But can you see a scenario where Logan is the heavyweight champion at some point? Uh, yes, but not for a while. Yeah, I think that if he you split the belts, I could see it. 
Because what's different with them and Brock? Well, obviously there are differences. I'm saying in schedule. I think that, yeah, I mean, I I think that it would have to also be, like, I think it would have to be a point where Logan Paul is prioritizing wrestling more. Like, Uh I think that wrestling is like, like, boxing and his, his other influencer stuff. That I think the boxing stuff would have to go away. Like he's got surely Ronda. Dude, if he gets beat really bad in boxing, that's gonna hurt his stock. If he gets knocked out, that's gonna hurt his wrestling stuff. And you you lose a little bit. Uh, we have this was this still might be my favorite match from an emotional standpoint. It wasn't my favorite, but not the best. I think the best match uh, was. Was that night two? That was night one. With I, th- I swore it was night one with Charlotte and and uh, re- yeah, yeah, no, it's I'm, night one. I'm reading it wrong. I, it was at the top. Okay, but the second, my second favorite, my favorite match and maybe the third best match on the card was Ray versus Dominic. You had the classic, 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 classic uh, Dominic entrance where they showed him in jail and then he came out in the uh, police van accompanied by the police. <laughs> He even had a Rey Mysterio mask. Everything was perfect about it. And in the end, it's not super surprising they had a good match because I was thinking about it. And maybe somebody said it, but I mean, it's his dad who basically trained. How many times do you think they've done that? And so it's best effort. But I, I think that Do, Dominic has come so far. I'm, oh, I yeah. always, I've said I, I felt bad for him when he started because I think his first professional matches in the WWE. I felt and, bad for us. Yeah, I mean, it it was, uh, yeah, I mean, that point, I was, yeah, I think it was during the pandemic, too, so I was sort of, like, grading on a series. But it was never David Flair. Like, when you watched David Flair, you didn't see anything, yeah, you didn't see anything redeemable. There was always a glimmer. I never thought he'd get there, but there was always a glimmer. I would like to see Dominic hit the gym. I would like to see him, um... Well, I don't know if he could do this, but be more athletic. I don't know if he need to do some hit training or some some kind of stuff. But if he he if he was a little bit more athletic, he doesn't seem to be. He's like an average athlete at best. I yeah, I mean I and I th- but I think one thing that gets lost is that before Ray tore his knees up, that he was just like I I always talk about this, but like the match that if you go back and watch the stuff that he was doing in like ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven. It's just like not even like there's just no one who could do the stuff that he did. Yeah, well, there and was I, against Juventud and Psychosis, just like and oh, Eddie Guerrero, yeah, and Dean. Yeah, yeah, Dean yeah. So it's like, come on, man. But and and evidently, Sammy didn't get any of that. So I mean, Ray's still pretty athletic, and this is like a slow paced Ray, and it's still he's got enough to to have a Ray Mysterio match. But I love the match; uh, it worked. Uh, the beating him with the belt thing worked. Uh, messing with his sister worked, and it made sense. And maybe he never has to be any of those things because he's a chicken shit heel. And I mean, I still think you should look the best you should look. But especially when you're like, how old is he? He's twenty-five. Is not to be kind of in really good shape. But to be able to get as much heat, and I think it'll transfer over because you can still use your dad, even if you're not feuding with him. You're still American Studios kids. And you can still do that. I mean, Charlotte, and, and as great as Charlotte is, part of the mystique, and she'll say, she'll try to in interview. Sometimes she doesn't like it. But, and then, next thing you know, she'll say she's a flair. 
and she'll say the Rose and the and the players are challengers and champions, and she can't because I mean it's a part of her gimmick, it's a part of her real life, so you, she, you can't get away from it. She might be. Oh, oh we'll wait to get to that because like I want to give Charlotte her flowers. Uh, let's go. Let's do a segue. Uh, that you know that was a good match, the right ending. I think, and Dom was also great. Dom and Rhea, this was the only thing I was upset about before we get there. Dom and Rhea were amazing at the Hall of Fame, and I'm glad they didn't, like, mess that up because, you know, Dom, you know, you'd rather have their son having the real moment in, you know, out there. But he and Rhea were amazing at the Hall of Fame. But then the next night, somewhat understandably, somewhat not understandably, Rhea wasn't there. She was there in spirit. He had mommy on his ass. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So, like, even if she, even if you even if you put it night two, which actually this night two needed this match, but even if you put it night two, or you spread it out in the card, I think she should have been there. That was so big a part of his gimmick. You said that she was uh, influencing him. She doesn't even have to really get involved, or maybe you start some dissension between the two of them. Well, she doesn't get involved because she doesn't want to get hurt. And maybe Before. they couldn't handle that mentally. I'm not saying anything bad against her. I'm saying it's the biggest match of her life. Life. She just wants to focus on it. And she was fantastic. But I think I would have had, and maybe she's a face now. We'll see. But I think I would have had her. She's that talented that I would have tried to put her in both spots. Um. The And... and we're moving on, but I do the, the six women tag match was whatever. It was a little sad. Lita was another person who was, that was the first time where I felt like she was a step. Uh-huh. Like there were a couple of painful spots there that, you know, obviously I couldn't do, but there was like, a, I, I feel like there are a couple where I was like, Ooh, you're just a few seconds behind. But the, the match that I like, I watched, went back and rewatched is the Rhea-Charlotte match. And, sh- and you know, kudos to Rhea because their match, I think it was two or three years ago, that was just a really, I just was like, I don't have much hope for this because I just don't think they have great chemistry. But mm-hmm. Rhea has co- apparently, has clearly come a long way as a performer because of her, you know, a, a personality in terms of the Dominic stuff. But, God, that match was good. I mean, that, I, I that was so good that before the tag match, I was like, Maybe that should have been the main event. I was thinking that too. I, I and yeah, because at first I was like, you got to do that at the hot angle. And I was like, maybe it shouldn't have been. You know, maybe it should have been them because that that was the best. I'm ready to put that on. At least WWE didn't watch a lot of NXT, but I think the crowd matters too. Um, yeah, that's the best women's match I've ever seen. That was that like I would pantheon type I, shit. And I will take it, you know, to, to when I said I wanted to give Charlotte her flowers. Charlotte Flair, and I'm not even going to say limit this to women. Charlotte Flair might be the best big match pro wrestler in pro wrestling today. Yeah, she comes through it, every time. And, and she made Rhea look like a million bucks. Um, she is so, I mean, it, it just every time the lights shine bright, she comes through. And... and she absolutely made Rhea in a way that Rhea came out of that. Like you can, you know, the, the old, you can get the win and knock it over, Uh but beating Charlotte 
absolutely mattered. It, you know, some people complain about Charlotte, how Charlotte is booked. And my argument would be that there's no one who is like Ric Flair is such a great wrestler in, you know, in everything that, that Charlotte is as a natural heel. It's just so good. She's yeah. amazing to me. And, it, my, I, and if my we're complaint, or my response to Charlotte getting getting upset about Charlotte, look at her. Yeah, that's all you have to do is look at her, and you see a star, you see someone who should always be there. And I'm not just talking about looks; I'm talking about a look, the athleticism. She looks like a million bucks. I'm not even talking about sexually. I'm talking about as an athlete. If you saw if you saw Charlotte Flair anywhere in this world, a bar, gymnastics. Basketball, she would stand out as a woman. That's why she, it works. She is the first person that I've ever seen where I've heard the term thoroughbred applied mm-hmm. to an athlete. Yeah. And you know you know the story about that when they started her training. They she kept doing the ropes. She couldn't get tired or something. Yeah, they couldn't. And she even home. said that wrestling wasn't that big of a challenge for her, that it wasn't, you know, when she first started, she was nervous, but she was on Colin Cowherd who like worships her. But um she was like, it's, it came naturally. What it came easy. It wasn't, and it wasn't bragging. It and it, she naturally is able to do this. God forbid. I mean, I wonder why she's naturally able to do this. But you know, it's pretty good. But, DNA passed down of, to you. Yeah, I mean, there there are a lot of wrestlers who didn't get their their father or mother's talent, and she is. I mean, that and that really was was that I thought that she, you know one of the big metrics for me is if you can like john cena to me is so great because i can you know, punk daniel bryan uh you know brock lesnar you know getting some of his mojo back suplexing him like 20 times uh-huh. john cena can make people into superstars and that ability with charlotte is so important and and she did it like Rhea is to me just a made person and, and Charlotte deserves so much credit. And so does Rhea. Like that was just an amazing match where I was in, I was actually I initially was driving somewhere to uh, watch sort of finish up with a friend and uh, then hang out. And I was in the Uber was like marking out was like uh-huh. losing it for two falls. And that, you know, the avalanche rip tie, I was like, God damn. Yeah, it it was it was something special. And even though I was pretty sure Rhea was gonna win, there was a doubt. And it's like you lose yourself in it, and it feels real in the moment. And that that's how it was. And I think those are the best kinds of matches. Uh, I took a bathroom break during the woman six man tag. And when I say bathroom break, I went to the bathroom, but I also did other things until that was over, and I had it on in the background. Cause do you have anything uh, really spectacular? That to say about that match? No, I mean, other than I, it was what it was. I was disappointed that, uh, you know, I, it made me feel a little sad for Lita. You know, just, yeah, everyone's saying that, that she had a couple. And if someone like that, like, I think Trish can probably do her match for a long time, but Lita, with the kind of athleticism she had, you'd have yeah. to, that's going to deteriorate. Or you just have to change your style to a degree. Like she could still do a moonsault, but you have to change your style with what the things that made her great. You can't do into. I don't want to call a woman old, but as you advance, but no. Once you get into like also, 
she's torn like she's like blown out her knees like there's there's a point where yeah you, you, like I said with Ray earlier like there's a point where he just can't do the kind this of stuff diminishing returns at some point and because yeah. you know we deal with human t- humans and as they say in basketball or well, all sports but they say father time is undefeated uh and they close the show with the Usos against Owens and Sammy I was disappointed that this was a match originally but the storyline was perfect for what it was, you know, outside of Jay joining Sammy, the storyline was perfect. And I thought the match was incredible. You really, they pushed it to the max. Uh, Sammy kicked out of the 1D. No one's ever kicked out of the 1D before. The Usos stayed in there, uh, you know, long two after long two. And Sammy and, and Kevin had long two after long two. And it was just great the way they played it out and they acted um the facials were great uh the only thing i can say about tag team wrestling is i don't even know how to gauge tag team wrestling anymore because there's so many high spots that it it that was like a really good AEW match a little I, bit I less, it. less like it, it would be like a maximized AEW match. Like I, they, I thought, they are, they are tag teams. I, I thought that it was a. I loved it. I thought that it was. I, I as I said, I was like, I oh, kind. I was nervous because it's like you know, really like I, I'm. We had the Miz, you know, thing to call to cool down. Yeah. There was a really like like that was a lot to live up to, and I thought that they did. I was. You know, it took me a little bit to, and I that was why I was glad about the length of it was that I was able to finally be like, okay, you sucked me back in, I'm I'm popping for the for the finishes, and it, and it was like it was such a cathartic moment. It was so great. You know, do you know that was the first time in six years that Kevin Owens has won a title in the WWE? Yeah, someone said that, which is really amazing. 2017. Uh, you know, I stopped getting upset. Now, granted, they pushed him a little harder, but Kevin Owens has kind of become my Ziggler, where say okay this is a really good guy that you're not going to use and thank god actually he had the match with roman maybe two royal rumbles ago so they kind of used him and they let him come back around to roman a couple times and then uh and then sammy got involved and that just skyrocketed him back up so i always want to see ko near the main event because i love ko he's unique uh he does everything well and he's a unique, his body, his matches, everything is unique. So I love uh, KO. So that was good to see. But yeah, that that stat is crazy. And I just, I just love this. I, 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 it, everything about it. But then, like, when I'm trying to recount it and think about it, it's kind of harder because there were so many spots. You know? I, I thought that they, I, I, I really, it felt like a a nice not a culmination but i thought that it was a moment to show the growth of sammy and ko and to have a nice like yeah it was not sammy winning the title but it was a moment where there i i walked out of there i had watched i know you're not a ring of honor guy but i had watched supercard of honor i was just like man it's like it's great to be a pro wrestling fan yeah i i i absolutely Loved it. I thought that it was like not a bad idea to have the, the you know they could have swerved and had the new day win, but I thought it was a great moment and I thought that it was the right decision. 
And then we, I guess we didn't talk about the men's crap. Uh, the yeah. first night, it was, I think McAfee, McAfee, is it me or is every time he wrestled, it get a little worse? Uh, I, I think that some of my hunch is that the stuff is, a lot of it's last second. I will never get tired of the, like, uh, the, the, the Cole Graves McAfee stuff where, like, Cole is very clearly enamored, very close, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is funny. That's funny. And and then, like, Cole and Graves is, like, the jealous girlfriend who's, like, he's not not that good, Cole. Like, oh, he missed the moonsault, Cole. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You know, but I thought that it was, it it was what it was. And I'm not mad at McAfee. I feel like like, the positions they put on in aren't great. They need to tell him what to wear. I just don't think that's okay. You're a wrestler now. Don't do that. Um, you look like a bum. No, no, don't. Presentation does matter. You know, they like you because they like your personality, not because you're working. When he was in NXT, he was a little more serious. I did watch some of that. Um, but, and then what they're doing to The Miz, I, I, he doesn't deserve this. No. And they really need, like, there's we'll probably get into this, but like there's the talent roster is not to be doing. I, yeah. you look, I mean, and I know Miz is probably 40 now, but if you look at the, the guys who are between 30 and 35, there's no one. Well, you just had to win the title last year and kept it for however long. I, so it, like, it, what are you doing? It's one of those where, I mean, do you want to get into what he did on the second night? Because Go ahead. You can do that. I, what he did, yeah. The, well, first of all, kudos. I, she's gotten credit, but Jessica Carr, who really had the ref, who held that segment together, when Shane came out, Pat McAfee is one thing. Fine. You want to have Pat McAfee. I, I'm okay with that. I If I never saw Shane McMahon, and I probably won't at this point, ever wrestle another match, it'll be too soon. And to have I'm a shame the idea. Mark, so I know a lot of people don't like it, but I'm a shame, Mark. I just can't. I'm always gonna be happy if he comes out, especially if it's that short. Well, as that short as it was planned, <laughs> that I, that I, short as it was planned to be that short. I, you know, and, and I'm not happy he got injured. I don't want to sound like that. I'm sorry. I hope that he heals up quickly. But it was very funny where I was just like, "Oh, you gotta be like I." My response literally was, "You gotta be fucking kidding." Me. I mean, for that little moment, come on. He probably asked his dad and, one more time. Dad, he's like 53, which I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, but it was like, I did have that moment where I was like, you fucking kidding me. And then he, uh, and then like when he got hurt and they covered it, like Snoop covered it really, like they all covered it really well. And I thought that it was a, you know, the, I, I just, I would have been fine if it hadn't been Shane, you know, going over the Miz who's going to be there. Yeah, that, that part is insulting, but I mean, if you're already going, no, but I mean, if McAfee's going to beat him, come on. Might as well have. If you're gonna make the joke, you might as well go both ways. And it's wor- and but then worse, he lost to Snoop Dogg. Even worse. I mean, Shane's gone to uh, Baker. Yeah, I mean the Snoop Dogg thing. I I guess that once Shane, you know, I I just sort of took it as, you know, it, it was whatever. I I was so sort of shocked by Shane's uh yeah quad thing. The irony of that. Yeah. I mean, but I, you could have just had Snoop Dogg do the punch. And leave him laying. That's it. They had to make it a match. And she, sh- I don't know. I'm not sure I'm going to give the referee that much. She shouted people's elbow. 
it clearly was told to her in her ear. I'm not giving her that much credit. Snoop, on the other hand, had to, to improvise and actually follow the orders. So Snoop threw. I mean, but but yeah, you know, Snoop also like I think he. I don't think he, that was a working punch. I think that was a live round that he hit Miz with. It looked it looked good. <laughs> yeah, people's I, elbow I, was too much. Like he actually. Yeah, he actually drove the elbow into him, and he jumped. It wasn't like a slick route. He like, like that's how like, almost how I would do my kids, except for I guess it'd be better. But like I would make sure my hip would hit the bed before I came down on him. But it's like he didn't let his hip hit first, you know. And it's no, like, and that was like the the funny thing was is that he looked like he you know he was like running and then he would like daintily hit the ropes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. This is like, can you hit me as hard as you're hitting the ropes? Like, no, we gotta look, make this look real, kid. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it, it but it, it, that kind of thing is fun. And Snoop was there, and Snoop is Snoop. Uh, he, he can't. Oh yeah, we didn't mention that he came out in the Eddie Guerrero tribute. The only thing I didn't like about the Rey Mysterio against Dominic match, what were the hydraulics on the car? I and especially in L.A. Yeah, like, like that. That that's a miss. But other than that, Ooh, and my like, mom just happened to be watching. And I said, well, that's his real son, mom. She came by. I was at her house for the weekend. And I was like, that's his real son. She's like, really? I was like, yeah, that's his real son. And then it came out and did. I was like, look, it's going to bounce. And it didn't bounce. So he embarrassed me in front of my mom, WWE. So that's <laughs> great. Thanks. Appreciate it. And she stayed and watched like half of it. But um, night two, Brock versus almost. I should never doubt Brock Lesnar. Uh, there was this time where Brock only did suplexes. And I feel like that happened for like a year, two, three years. Where after I was more than that. It was like 2000. It was a lot. It was like after he squashed Cena. It was like what he did for like, I don't know, like four years. And then he. That was all he did was Suplex City. I'm like, okay. But he's evolved. And I think when I started, he started to wrestle AJ in a couple, in a match. uh, I think two years in a row. One, it might've been the, the Survivor Series matches. I don't know if it was he, Brian. No, he had Daniel Bryan after. Yeah, yeah, he, both he of those. Had, both of those. Uh, he had a point where, like, he realized that he could wrestle these guys like AJ Styles and uh, Brian Danielson and Finn Brian. Balor, which even had a fun. Yeah, match. yeah, that wasn't bad. And, and that was, the, you know, that that's, I think those are the guys that he does the best with are the, the small guys who he can throw around and have. Yeah. He realized with the undertaker realized undertaker says that to this day, that those guys, you can have a better man. You can throw around you're nimble. So it looks good. Now it, it, it doesn't look good when King Kong Bundy fights those guys, but when you're a heck of an athlete as a big man, it looks really good. And you could be extra violent because they're small and you um, somewhat sell their offense when they, when they do their comeback, you can come up with something violent to stop it. It's a perfect combination. Yeah. And, and yeah, it was Survivor Series 17, Survivor Series 18, where he just had these great matches. Yeah, so. It was like, uh, he, this, even the Eddie Guerrero title match was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was an early precursor, yeah. But I think everybody looks good with Eddie. But, uh, yeah. or looked good. But, yeah, I, I won't doubt Brock again because I thought it was going to be shit. It wasn't shit. It was much better. It's probably, I think it's almost his best match, even including AJ Styles. Um, not any, not a lot of due to almost, it was because the aura of black Brock Lesnar getting beat up a little bit and dominated for a brief period worked. 
and for him I mean, to allow also, himself to be done like that. It was also more of a good time, not a long time match. Yeah, and um, that was perfect. The perfect amount of yeah. time. Like it's still like a C match, but when you when I have a student, I'm a teacher. When I have a student, I expect to get an F, and he gets a C. I'm throwing a party. Like that's that's better for me than like a A student continuing to get an A. So it was what it is. I don't think it means anything for almost like. This is one of the rare times where I could tell they want him to be good. They know he's not, and they won't force him down his throat. Now, whether that happens because he's black, I don't know. I have my suspicions because there have been a lot of really bad white wrestlers that they were willing to shove down their throat. I guess get great Kali, but I thought that was marketing towards India. They kind of shoved him down my throat. Um, but he's not, he's not there. He's never going to be Kevin Nash. He's never going to be The Undertaker. He's too stiff. They were more athletic. They come from a basketball background. He, I wonder actually if it's more, because we'll get into this with Asuka, if it was that he's Nigerian and that uh, English is not his first language. Language, yeah. They're not great at that, but I still, in the ring, it's not enough. It, it's not, it's not, it's, it's, and he's raw. He's really raw. Where did he come from? Was he, he doesn't want to run, he wasn't on the Indies, was he? <laughs> I don't believe so. I think that I know him. of. So, like, how many years has he had? Uh, like I don't know, maybe he needed NXT. I don't know. Um, I want to say that he played basketball at like in college. Couldn't have been well because he's pretty slow. <laughs> he's pretty slow. Uh, I am not gonna cover. I am gonna cover the women's tag team showcase for as long as Ronda Rousey was in the ring. So in five. Four, three, two, one. Okay. That's about how long Ronda was in the ring that match. Uh, the three-way match. Now, this is kind of getting rave reviews. Gunther, Drew, and Sheamus. But it's what I expected. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too hard on it. But I knew they were just going to beat the shit out of each other. And I've seen them do it before. Yeah, but it's always, I mean, I always enjoy it. And one of the, Sheamus is one of those guys, I think I've said this before, that you know Shea, you've gotten a good Sheamus match. Yeah, when his chest, chest looks is... like raw chicken and his face looks like a dog that just got out of the, out of the, out of swimming. It, it, and Sheamus is, is always a guy who is vacillated between like being underrated and then they push him too much. Over, yeah, yeah. But he's, like he shouldn't carry I, the strap, but when he doesn't have a strap, you think he should have a strap. Yeah, he he is, and I I would just you know I I really appreciate Sheamus because he's been doing it for a long time, about yeah. fifteen years now, and been you know entertaining me for more than a decade. I thought that that was great, and I thought it was really good in terms of making Gunter look really really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a guy who if they you know when if and when Cody wins or whoever beats Rock Brock, if you or uh. Roman, if you need a heel challenger, that's him. He's yeah. I mean, my fantasy booking was that Cody would win it Mania. Uh, they would do the whole dusty finish where Roman keeps the Universal title. Yeah, that would have been cool. Sammy at SummerSlam and uh, Gunter cashes in Money in the Bank and beats Sammy, and they set up a chase to WrestleMania next year with Sammy. It just because I mean, Gunter Gunter's thirty five, but he is. And that style, he could do that style another 10 years, at least six, five, seven years. He could do that style. And he has that kind of Brock Lesnar thing where it's just not quite the freak athlete, 
but uh-huh. he's so like just like the, the like watching that match i i texted a friend of mine i was like if gunter hit me like that my chest would just burst into like a side of beef like i was playing uh breath of the wild the he's Zelda probably game. one of those guys that if you just met him in person he's even bigger than he looks I, I, he's just got that feel. yeah i, w- I will yeah. say um bret hart screw you because you messed this match up for me you got my head Bret Hart was making this. Uh, he was in the crowd for the the Castle pay per view in England, and he's he was complaining about the leg slaps, and the crowd crowd was doing it too. And he says this, and Jim Cornette says this, and a couple old school guys say this. But the point of wrestling is not to make it as real as possible. The point of wrestling is to make it look as real as possible the little as little damage as possible and he's like well that's why hurting someone so no i agree i i I, and that's something that i've I've thought about because if you look at uh uh like the stunner that's why the stunner and the diamond cutter is such great finishers Mm. the rko i should probably say it's just it's about when you learn a move i I still kind of go with diamond cutter too that's just how i learned it and i enjoyed it and I liked his um, better. I mean, obviously, Randy's made it iconic, but some of that's marketing. I, I mean, yeah, I think that, like, I actually, like, the, I, I would, as much as I like to crap on Randy Orton, I think that he's been doing it so long, and he's done it so many different ways. But the that, that it's such a great finisher because it doesn't, you're not going to, like, you could probably hurt somebody with it, I'm sure, but it's very easy to take, and it looks really effective. I, I... Uh, and I agree with you, is that like the art of pro wrestling is making it look like you're hurting somebody without hurting them. And he um, made, and, but, and too, he made comments about just staying there and let somebody chop you. He said the only person, he's probably lying, but he said the only person he let chop was Ric Flair on his one time. I guarantee you Ric Flair chopped him more than one time. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, one time. Yeah, I bet. But, and Ric Flair and Ronnie Garvin, he believed in getting your chest walked up. So it was like two different schools of thought. But he put that in my head and I didn't enjoy the match as much as I could have because that was in the back of my brain. So and I, like, I go back and forth on it. I'm somebody who subscribes to the circus theory of wrestling where I'm, I'm fine with it for a match, but it's not something that I want to watch for 12 straight matches. So yeah. I, and I, as I thought, it just... I thought it was definitely a good match, but I thought, just like I said, after Sheamus and Gunther, like I saw it, I need to see Gunther. I would have rather see Drew. I want to see Gunther do that with a new person if he's going to do it. But not Sheamus again. And then Drew is attached to Sheamus. But let's move on to Asuka and Bianca Belair. I'll put you on the spot. The star system. What, what's, how many stars would you give this match? Uh, four and a half. I thought that it was a really good match. I thought I was a little disappointed that Asuka didn't win. Just because I, I felt like I want her to be more than she is in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there are a few people who, there are very few women that I think would seriously benefit from going to AEW. Mm. I think Asuka would They would could be make her the monster. They could make her monster. Yeah, I mean, I, I, Bianca's another person. Like, I, I, it looks like they want to do Bianca Rhea at Mania 40. Mm. But God willing, we'll get Charlotte and Bianca. Yeah, that's, because... that's the big, that's the money match. For a WrestleMania, that's the dream match. Even Ric Flair has called it out. But I will say, Bianca, I wanted Oscar to win, but I didn't want Bianca to lose her shine either. And they do. Even with Bianca fades, 
they always recognize she's a star and brings her back. Either when she lost, they brought her back up. They always keep, that's one of the few times where somebody's a star and they you never lose sight of Bianca for a month. They're always going to put her back up. There's always going to be a main event. She's always going to be wrestling somebody at the next level. That she had a little few with drop that was a little concerning. When she didn't have the belt, she lost it back. We were a little worried. They brought it back around. I think they don't want to make her, I think they want to make her undefeated at WrestleMania for a little bit. I feel like they're going that way. I'm cool with that. So, yeah. And I, I, I thought that the. Maybe there'll be a rematch at Oscar. The entrance. I mean, of course, maybe, but I really cool. love that. Yeah, I mean, I it, I think that it, it's it's nice. I, I maybe I'm not the one to say this, but it was nice to have a WWE moment that was this kind of celebration of black, like this joyous celebration of black excellence that you don't usually get from the WWE. They do that every now and then, only because it was melee, though. Honestly, let's be honest. And the little girl, I, I don't know if you saw or not, her her mom had died the day before the contortionist. You know, I want to. Is it bad? That I want to verify that. I mean, no. It, it, it's, it's very much their uh, wheelhouse. And also, what one hundred sixty thousand people or whatever the hell they said did not attend. I guarantee you. And and they're not counting double tickets. They're not. They're also counting everyone. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Associated. They, I mean, that, that, yeah, that, I guarantee you that it was not. It, it was they sold one hundred sixty thousand tickets, but there weren't one hundred sixty thousand different people. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. But anyway, you know, I, I, I don't want to be like that. You know, I'm not talking about you, honey. I'm talking about Triple H and that lying <laughs> bastards of wrestling. You know, from heights to weights. To, I didn't even think they were working in attendance until I heard Jim Cornette say it about a month ago about WrestleMania 3. I never thought the attendance was a work. Oh, the I didn't think that the – I thought the weights were legit, and it wasn't until – they talked about listening to Vader, where they were like, "Yeah, Vader weighs, uh, Vader weighs, uh, was like got up to three hundred and eighty-five pounds." I was like, three hundred eighty-five pounds? He was four hundred fifty. I was like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's because yeah. kayfabe is. Uh, I was like, "I'm an idiot." Yeah, exactly. Uh, this you might have enjoyed this, and you can give it more, uh, more weight. Uh, well, I, I do want to say this, you know. I don't like Finn Balor as a wrestler because he's he's vanilla, but I respect every wrestler and what they can do and the fact they're willing to put the bodies on the line. He got his head stapled. He got his head busted open and they put staples and sutures or whatever the hell in there and he kept wrestling. That's fucking amazing. That's fucking awesome. Game ball, slam me to you, Finn Balor. I, yeah, I, so... There are a couple of things about this that I didn't love. Uh, I didn't love, like, if you're going to do the demon, why have him lose? That, I didn't, that's time I, to use a demon. Um, <laughs> so that dumb shit would go away. Like I put in the thread, he looked like Johnny Depp in The Lone Ranger. And so the other things that I, I, I said this, I think I said this in the thread, is that I think he might be the most snake bit wrestler that i've ever seen where like that's not i don't know if you ever saw him in nxt where he had this like really big match with samoa joe and joe got bust open busted open and it killed the match and it because they had to keep stopping it for the blood and it's not the first you know I, i i don't know if it's him or if it's just that he has this bad luck uh the other thing is i fucking hated 
the uh, color-coordinated weapons. Like, it was just hokey to me. Uh, Shout-out to Jason Gilman for uh, for the the joke about, you know, no one ever asks, like, why do they have kendo? Like, what do they use the kendo sticks for to set up? Yeah, why, what's their purpose of being uh, there? Which made me laugh. What's yeah. the last one out there before um, a ladder match? I mean, if a ladder match is not out there, just la- you keep ladders under there? Oh, because they're setting it. You use it to set up the ring and the, the lighting rig. But why would you just take it back? Why would you put it under the ring? Why would you just take it back? So it's easy to get it, like when you're done for the night and you're taking stuff down, yes. just pull it out of the ring. More in a kayfabe or more in a, like a shoot way. Don't bring a ladder out when it's not a ladder match. And you see how somebody got fucked up because of it. But why? Why you got ladders? You're just trying to. Yeah. Actually, just like the kendo stick is unnecessary. Well, maybe you know with the WWE and the way well, they the... workers in the past, maybe they beat the the ring crew if they don't get it up fast enough. Maybe that's why the kendo sticks are there. <laughs> <laughs> you ever think of that, Mr. Uh, Gilman? That would well, you know, the uh, the you know, because like the old, like the reason why there were tables in ECW and chairs is because it was a bingo hall, and they just stuff yeah, 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 there. they just slid it under there. Yeah, it kind of makes it definitely makes it. Yeah, like, was they were like, they're well, doing the best we can. Where else we gonna put them, guys? Yeah, but yeah, I mean that match uh, it was serviceable, were... but like didn't Edge fight Seth at, in a Hell in a Cell? Maybe I, I just I I. They're overused. Before the last two matches, I was ready to say that this mania was easily the best mania since thirty, and possibly the best since seventeen. I was. Yeah, and, first and, night was perfect. And and I was just very deflated by, and even if Cody had won, I I would have been you know I wouldn't have felt so deflated by it. But it was just such a yeah, that ending wait, really tough too. And the second night was not it. It just wasn't. And as good as uh, Bianca and Oscar was, it would have been better if you had made me care before that. Uh, and there was time to make me care. You just chose. It's a three-hour raw. You chose to, and it's not just because of the bloodline. It's this other shit you want to put on that you don't have to put on. That's just ridiculous stuff that you don't have to do. Uh, let me make sure we didn't mess up any of night two. We covered everything that's of importance. And then you finally, I mean, I hadn't been that excited about a match in a long time. And I didn't realize how invested I was in Cody winning. But it's because you told me, we laughed about him possibly losing. It's because you told me that we're going to finish the story that, you know, this dream that Cody Rose always had. And you trained us that these things come true. And also, I do have Roman Reigns fatigue. Like, it's it's 2023. You can't do... I mean, there was a time, but you, you're going on TV every week with Bruno. And or seven years and a half. Bob Backlund, six years. I think Pedro Morales might be five or four. Bob Hogan was four. And then you realize they're barely even year-long or two-year-long runs. After that, because the public changed. And if you've run through the whole roster, it's like Vince told Brett one time. Brett's like, you need you know, you need to, he's like, I need more people. And Vince showed him a list of the roster, and he's beaten all the people. It's like, what do you want me to do? Like, you've run through everyone. You've run through some people twice. So at that point, it, it would be more interesting 
EW had Gunther beat Roman, and Roman's a, a face. Like, I just, I'm starting to see the flaws in it. And there was, there was a flaw in it last night. I mean, well, Monday night, but I can't remember what it was. But I'm starting to see cracks in it and the logic and the storytelling. I'm starting to slowly see the weaknesses. The, yeah, I, I, I also, I, I get it in wrestling because you'd never end something before it's, you've wrung every last drop out of it. You know, the last time they did that was when Austin turned heel. And they basically killed the hottest era that they ever had. Like no one wanted to boo Austin to the point that he had to beat Lita with a chair yeah, to get yeah. to finally boo him. Viciously, <laughs> um, yeah, you didn't do that justice. Uh, yo, yeah, I mean that was a sad. Like it was uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very um, yes. And uh, yeah, I, I so I get it. I also, you know, the 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 that he's not had enough adversity. I you know I think that would be Triple H's argument and time you know Tony Mays said it a lot was that you needed to have something for you know that I get the sense that the the problem that I think though when Cody does win and he should win eventually uh you talked about this actually before I get to that the timing thing which is Cody this made sense if Cody had never gotten injured at Hell in a Cell, before Hell in a Cell Cody had lost yeah exactly and they had done this at WrestleMania, but nothing that he does is going to be as big or as special as WrestleMania unless they do it for a year. And I cannot see them maintaining that level of interest. And well, you've already lost because you, what you did to Brock, you could say it's getting heat on him, but you just had him lose at WrestleMania, and you just had him fucking get destroyed. Back to back, two nights worth, two worst nights of his his new WWE career. Back to back, get out of here. And he'll beat Brock, but that even has less shine. I'm not even confident in that myself. I'm not even confident I mean, he'll do that. I mean, I guess it depends on if... Uh, he should! I guess it depends on how how Vince is, how much in charge Vince is. And I, and I almost felt like, deep down, he, was he trying to screw a Rhodes one more time? <laughs> the NWA... Uh, we're going to have to come out and poke him. By the way, I, I want to ask you this. Who is Vince fooling? Like, dyeing his hair is one thing. Like, that's ridiculous enough. But Vince has basically dyed everything from his shoulders up. Eyebrows are dyed. I can't uh, believe he went in public like that after closing a $9 billion deal or whatever the hell. Like, he's usually more self-aware. Like, for a man that's almost 80, he looked good the yeah. last time we saw him. So why is he doing that? And it's not good dye. It's not. It's like shoe polish dye. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of uh, Kraft when he went to the Asian massage parlor in a strip mall. Like you're a billionaire, dude. You can't figure something else out. You went to, you know, where where I would go. Like what, what you know, and events clearly. That's not even just for men. I don't know what the hell that is, but I I uh I put stuff in my on my uh, face and. Uh, that, that it's better than that. The just for man at Target is better than whatever Vince used. So, and yeah, I mean, and my hope is, I'm trying not to be because it really was. It I, I it was extremely disappointing that after nine months of this, that he is just going to burst back in like the Kool Aid Man. He's acknowledged and, his mistakes. That's what he said. 
That that was what per- in his personal life or like what he did in terms of. That's what he's referring to. I guess. Uh, I mean, yeah. well, I mean, in some ways, I guess we write nine million dollar checks or whatever. Fuck, but no, I don't know if that counts as acknowledgement. Sorry. I mean, to the point where he sold a company that he said he would never sell because he wanted it to stay a family business so that he could get his position of power back is so (laughs) like, I just, it's something. And the, you know, I'm trying not to be too fatalistic because it's entirely possible he was in town for WrestleMania, he was in town for the sale and it sucks. But if he showed, you know, the Portland SmackDown is a big test because if he's going to come back, I don't, you know, I'll watch the same way I've been watching, but I'm going to be watching, you know, instead of two hour, you know, instead of an, an hour and a half of a, a two hour and 20 minute show, we be watching like a half hour. It was it definitely by the end of it. You know, I granted before he got hurt and hurt. Well, I'll say before he got hurt because he did get hurt in a way. <laughs> um, by self-inflicted pain. It was starting to pick up with the bloodline stuff, but it got hot. In a way, it hasn't got hot in a long time. I don't want to say like since Daniel Bryan um, was hot, but it, it got that hot. And uh, with him, I'm not sure it can get that hot with him at the helm, because just the simplicity th- of his leadership. And I think that he's the real problem is this is not the case you know where it was five or ten years ago where you could rely on nostalgia acts. Rock is probably done. Batista yeah. is probably done. Uh, Cena lost. I mean, that's so spotty. That's not even that much. But what I mean, Cena uh, is is kind to do it. But what's the real impact? Because they're one night impacts. He doesn't even do a run. It's like one night. Even though he did do last summer a couple house shows. But come on. And and Taker's done. Triple H is never wrestling again. Yeah. I mean, all of these these guys that he would lean on. And the roster is much, as I said, I looked and I think that like some of the guys in Imperium are under 35. Uh, Bad Cat Moss is under 35. Uh, I think the Legato de Fantasmo guys are under 35. But there is not a lot. I mean, you have Roman as your top line talent. Uh, Cody and Sammy could be top line faces. If you you know gave them the pulled the trigger on them, but after that that cupboard is bare. Yeah, and, and part of it is because they don't put people at that level. You know, you don't you either don't develop people, you don't pull the trigger. Shoot, it should even this Bray Wyatt stuff wouldn't be happening if they had taken care of business in the first two runs. It wouldn't be mm-hmm. happening. Whatever you want to say about his mental stability, his how hard he is to work with, whatever. He has it. He left. He came back. Obviously wanted some kind of creative control. It's not working. And then, but he wouldn't have wanted that if you hadn't fucked up his character the first couple of times. It's a combination of stuff. And now it's all screwed again. So it's what you have done to not people like I'll still go back to it because I'm still bitter. Like people like Ziggler. It might have been over by now, but you still would have somebody that would be credible on your roster if you had treated him right. You 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 have even people like Daniel Bryan, if you hadn't made it so difficult for him 
and then kind of, I guess you treated him okay. Maybe he wouldn't have left if you didn't make it in an environment the way you made it and you would have constant success. The way you pushed down AJ Styles and not make him a big deal for the last year. Like, then you got nothing left. It it feels like they've, like, this has been a, a long time thing. And, you know, the story since Brock left was that they don't want anybody to get so big that they're bigger than the company so that they're never in a position where Brock leaves and they're left. But the problem is is that, like, Roman is the biggest star in the company by a wide margin. Yeah, it's still happening. That's what led to you coming back and having the most successful years you've ever had. Granted, there's inflation and all that shit, and you got, you know, the deals. It's a different environment. But that's what pushed it, the bloodline, Roman. And, and you, you know, and, and think if we, if Roman, you know, that this, like, Vince is just, like, stubborn, wrong-headed, to, like, if he'd been like, yeah, we should just turn Roman heel, instead of being like, it was Diesel all over again, but he didn't have WCW, so he just was like, nope, this is how it's going to be. Diesel's going to smile and sing Christmas songs mm-hmm. until people cheer for him. Um, it, it, it was, and, and they've intentionally cooled people off, they cooled Punk off. Uh, they cooled Brian off. They cooled. Uh, they didn't pull the trigger on Ambrose when they had the chance. You're right. I mean, the guys they could have guys who would be huge stars, or if they're not, you know, huge stars, the level of Roman. You know, Austin and Triple H weren't. I'm sorry, uh, Rock and Triple H weren't at the level of Austin, but they were still huge stars in their own right. And you know, when Austin was out for a year, they were able to be huge deals. And so now that you have the situation where you have all these guys who are late thirties, you know, and, and that's not the same thing in wrestling, but you need to be looking ahead and, and Roman's not a full-time guy anymore. Yeah. What are you going to, you know, what are you going to do when this title reign ends? And that was the one with Sammy that, or with Cody that I think they've not been great at, which is the guy wins the title. You know, that's what happened with Daniel Bryan was that he won the title. What was it? Him and versus Kane, you know, yeah. and then he got hurt. So yeah, so I let's let's do this one before we get out. So to me, what's the point of like Triple H said something that really bothered me, and I believe Roman Reigns is like on a historic run, maybe the best title run of my lifetime, and that's saying a lot. Or the WWE anyway. And Triple H said nobody's on this level. Roman said it too, but you know. Half, half kayfabe. Nobody's on this level, and somebody's got to get to this level. I don't think that's true. When you get the reactions that Sammy did and the reaction that Cody did, it's the same level of reaction, if not greater, because they're baby faces. So, what? There's nothing more Sammy could do. It's the most over anybody's been in the company in ten years. There's nothing more Cody could do. He literally fought through a Daniel Bryan situation and probably ended up getting more over than Sammy was. Granted, they cooled him off, but still. So, what's the point of going for the brass ring if you get to the top of the ladder and they kick you down? Or they so, move? Yeah, I mean, there's there's sort of two thoughts that I have there. The first is that uh, you it's not a real sport. Like, you you know, we need somebody to get there. Like, you can get them there. 
you know, Randy Orton got over because they pushed him relentlessly for more than a decade. Mm-hmm. Fans like, fine, it's a big deal. We'll cheer for him. Great. We recognize his music. We recognize the RKO. I'm going to let that go. We're not going to argue about that. Uh, thank you. <laughs> uh, the, uh, but you, you control it. You, you are the guys who make the decision. Um, the one problem that I see is the same problem that they had bef- when Triple H was the world heavyweight champion between 02 and 04, which was what would happen is you would beat Triple H, you would do the return match, Triple H would lose, and then there was no one at that level as a heel. I don't know who would be the heel. Like, that is the concern that I have is, like, who would Cody have faced after? Who would he have moved on to? Brock, maybe? But even that, like, you need to think long-term, and I think that that's the uh, – that that's the other issue is – I mean, it doesn't like you could have done it. I mean, you could have done Brock. You could have given a rematch at Roman. You could have done Lashley if you turned – you could have turned Lashley yes. real quick. Like, you could have – I mean, even if you had to bring Braun Strowman, like, you could have done some heels for him to fight and, and make it look like he was in peril. I'm trying to – even if – you could have done Edge – you know, you could have done if you if you're willing to flip some people, you could have given Cody some uh, compelling stuff. And I can't even think of who's on SmackDown, but turn uh, Riddle heel. What'd you say? Turn Riddle heel. I mean, I guess Riddle, also... Riddle heel. Randy Orton, obviously, if he ever comes back, you could turn Drew heel. Like you got options. There's more options, I think, than you think. I I do. I just I think I was laughing. You know, to have I mean, Cody. I think the if you want to go with the whole. Like Cody is is a fighting champion, uh, but I I do think that. But the fact know, that I had to say turn heel to make it work shows you you had a point. I said turn heel like three times. And, and I think that that's the you know the the. I get. The logic of it, but it just doesn't. It it I feel like they outthought themselves and they got too cute by half. Where maybe Cody isn't, you know, like, I I think that you weigh the decision of, is Cody, is the is he hurt more by losing or by winning? Like, so, you t- it's the, why, what I said about Roman earlier with 31 and 34. Uh, if Roman wins at 31, maybe he's not the answer as the top face. Mm. But, okay, you know that he's not the answer to the top face, and maybe that means that you try turning him heel, and then we get this amazing run earlier. Yeah. That's, you know, and if you're not confident in it, don't book it. Yeah, exactly. But I think they wanted that spectacle to prop up. I mean, with Vince sometimes, and this could have been a Vince last-minute call, but sometimes he doesn't know until the last minute or he changed his mind the night before or, you know, and it was the match to have, the biggest match they could have made. Yeah, I mean, once it became clear that they weren't going to get uh, the Rock, the Rock yeah. back, and even that, like, I, the the Rock as a it, like that's one of those matches that like you you like the idea of in theory a lot more than what the reality would have been. Yeah, no, I mean, big um, promos, and maybe you finally give him come up and you know. Yeah. I don't think The Rock come back to job even to his I don't think he's come back to job to his cousin. <laughs> Especially if you yeah. make it a head of the table storyline, the real head of the table of the family. <laughs> it would be funny if that was like I mean, but but it ultimately yeah, I mean I, I think that that was the match to do and and 
everything, you know, I joked last week, it was like the Randy Orton uh, finish was the idea that I hated the most. And I, that would have been awful. I hate that. It would have been better than yeah. that. It would have been better than that. And it would have been better. It would have distracted me a hell of a lot better than this crap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then they could have had a big interview. And it, I mean, he wasn't ready, obviously. Well, I think, obviously. And they could have had a big interview and a confrontation. And it sort of would have made you, it would have been a hot feud and it sort of would have distracted you. And maybe Cody can loop back around. But this almost seems random. So why did Brock do that? He's flicking on. Why did, what, what? You can't come up with a good uh, rationalization for that. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I will be interested to see what they do. But it, it's, it, it's, again, I'm concerned. Like, what, they really want to go a year with Cody and have him win it at 40? That's like, awful. I have no interest in that. I have no interest in that. In the, in the, we'll see. It, I mean, they did it. Okay, last time, but it's not The Rock and Cena. It's just not. It that was like once in a lifetime the- match, two really big guys, iconic, and you knew The Rock wasn't going to be around that much. It so, was. It would be like doing. It was also that Cena had had established himself. It'd be like doing Rock Cena in like two thousand and five. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's different. Yeah. So Cena still can say, and you don't have to talk about The Rock. You just know it's on his mind. Or, okay, so like Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. Shawn Michaels didn't even get back on that track of wanting him again until the slamming. But again, it's Shawn Michaels. Yeah. He's won a lot. So it's a personal personal thing in their mind. Our opinion of John Cena and our opinion of Shawn Michaels doesn't change because they beat those people their opinions of themselves was different. In this one, our opinion of Cody is diminished. It's a big difference. It, I, and I will, you know, as I said, is that we'll see, you know, I was willing to say that I, you know, I was more invested in Cody now, but I worry, like, are we really going to have to get to, like, the other thing is the idea of Cody winning, like the guy who's supposed to be like Miss, you know, the American Nightmare, you know, yeah. the idea of that guy winning uh, at the Saudi Arabia show just does <laughs> not sit right with me. And that's a thousand days. That would be a thousand days of Roman's reign. And I mean, they could do it. I I wouldn't be shocked. Like they've done the title changes there before, but I really hope they don't. Yeah. So, all right, let's wrap this up. We've gone an all time record. This is your own Keith time here. Love you, Keith. Um, we went about a, almost an hour 30. Uh, just shout out, just real quick, I'll end it. But uh, please, if you enjoyed this, rate, subscribe, share. Uh, we won't do the uh, little shout outs. But thank you for coming on the show, Sam. We'll try to do this more regularly. And I know there'll be some Marvel and DC movies for us to uh, talk about. All right. Thanks, Sam. Happy Passover, everyone.